Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we're continuing our garment sewing skills series. Uh, I think this is episode number four. Four. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about pattern adjustments. Hey, this, Maple Stitch. Hey, Maple Stitch. Crystal. 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 Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I wish my name was like Diamond or Emerald or something. I knew a girl named Velvet once. Too bad. Shouldn't name, I have been named like Velvet? Name or Or Silk or something? <laughs> Siobhan. Okay, so. Polly Esther. Uh, Polly Esther. <laughs> my first name could be Polly and my middle name could be Esther. <laughs> so pattern adjustments. And my last name could be like Green or Pink or something. Like <gasps> Polly Esther Green. <laughs> I guess. All right. Um, <laughs> mom's fantasies. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So pattern adju- pattern adjustments. We almost hesitate to do this episode because we can't give a lot of real specific instructions. Like we're going to be Because painting- everybody's a different shape yeah. for one thing. We're going to be painting a lot of big brush stroke sort of pictures for people. Mm-hmm. And I've got an example, a couple examples from Ginger Jeans. Okay. Okay. That I think I'd like to share. Okay. And um, you know, then we can we can kind of go from there. Right. So something that I see a lot on the interwebs, and calm down, mom. It's okay. I'm gonna address it. It's all right. She's gonna, she's gonna, mm-hmm. blood's gonna boil over. No, no. People no, say okay. take your biggest measurement mm-hmm. and just cut out that pattern. And that is. Commonly what we've all been taught. Right. For eons. And since they started making patterns. Right. Yeah. And so manufactured patterns. We so. like we tried that with <laughs> someone Sam's jeans. <laughs> well, it doesn't work for me either at all. It does it I don't know that it really works for I, anybody. I on you know, when people talk about, oh, pants are so hard to fit, it's kind of funny because pants fit me better than anything. Yeah. Because I don't have a butt for one thing. But I have more trouble at the top. Yes. So right. so anyway, um, when when we kind of got our our formula down for ginger jeans, I think this might be kind of a nice thing to share uh, in this podcast. So what I did was I took people's measurements. I took their waist measurement and their hip measurement. And Heather Lou, the 
pattern designer behind Ginger Jeans and Closet Case Files, has a sizing chart. And her right. sizing chart has bust, waist, and hips because she's got other patterns. She's right. got bathing suit patterns and bodysuit patterns and jeans patterns. So we kind of went by that. And we'd take their waist and their hip measurement. And we'd be like, oh, you're like a, a, a you know, a 14 here, but a 16 here mm. or whatever. You know, and kind of look at that. And I'd be like, all right. But then Heather has a really handy chart on her ginger jeans pattern that says finished garment measurements. Right. Just and that makes a bit super duper. That's very I love and you know, all patterns should say that. Yeah, I think and so only too. some do. So they say finished garment measurement. And so we look, let's see where your hips are. And I'm making this up because I'm I do not see this in front of me. So, you know, you look at it and you you've got a uh, forty two inch hips and Heather's got a size that has, you know, 40-inch hips and 43-inch hips. Mm -hmm. And you're like, ooh. But you read Heather's website and you read the pattern and she says that she's got negative ease in these jeans because mm-hmm. they're stretchy. Which they're stretch means, jeans and you want the, and they're form-fitting. Right. Yeah. So, right. so we, um, we're, we would be recommended to go to that smaller hip right. size, actually. Now, she also has another finish. Oh, to the smaller. Yeah, to the smaller one. Okay. Negative ease. She wants Stretch. you to have negative mm-hmm. ease. She, okay. she says these should fit like they are skin tight. You yeah, know? yeah. And she says that. And you need to use whatever information you're right. given. Um, so we'd go with that smaller hip, but let's pretend like this person was whatever, you know, an 18, but then their waist was smaller and it looked right. 16 or 14-ish. So Heather's got another finished measurement on there, which is the rise. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, the rise on her pattern was from crotch, like I called it the four corners, like where your crotch seams meet uh-huh. down there in mm-hmm. between your legs. Right between your yep. le- Where the baby comes out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you would go right there and measure up. Uh-huh. Okay. So we took her, I took this lady's uh, hip measurement. She's an 18 and I looked at the 18 rise. Okay. And it's, uh, let's pretend it's nine inches. So I measured up nine inches. Uh-huh. And there, there. At that point, it's not her natural waist. It's where the jeans are going to sit. Right. It's where right. that pattern and where, uh, yeah. where that pattern's jeans are going to fit. And I made some kind of mark, or I had them right. put their finger there, and I measured around that part of mm-hmm. their body where those jeans were going to fit. And I compared the measurement of that part to the finished garment measurement of the waist of that size of jean. Right. Okay. okay. Does sure. that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. Okay. So I compared that to that finished garment measurements. And then we decided, oh, this is going to be way big on your waist because you have a much right. t- more tapered waist. So we're going to go down a size. And this is where this pattern adjustment comes in. And we, does she have multi-size patterns? Yes. yes. And she, okay. yes, this is why, and we talked about this. And when we're talking about multi-size pattern, mm-hmm. what it is, is you've got one piece of paper that this pattern's on and it has all of the pattern sizes printed on top of each other, basically. Nested is Nested. a good word. That's a very good yeah. word. So you've got 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 22, whatever. Who you do know, we how, appreciate? Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, sometimes the, they will have two pattern pieces. So they'll have maybe like the size 8 to size 16 on one and then size 18 to 24 right. or something on another. Right. Sure. Because there is, you know, there's such a big difference or whatever. Or you but, don't want to waste right. paper. But these are graded. Yes. You know, so, so for then, those sizes. So then we could actually take our tracing paper, lay it over the pattern that um, we got from Heather, and we could uh, 
trace 14 up at the hips and blend out to the 16 right. or the 8 or whatever right. the heck I was saying earlier. And we didn't so, – so, no, we didn't just cut out the 18 right. for this person who clearly was at a smaller size right. waist. We would have wasted a lot of time. Well, and the other thing, this is when I talked about in our last episode, I talked about measure where you took that hip measurement from. Okay, because yep. you're saying your widest part was, say, a 16, and your smaller part was, what, a 14 or a 12? Sure, I don't know, whatever. Sure. <laughs> so, okay, where was the widest part, and then where and, and where did that happen? So I can measure, oh, it happened six and three-quarters inches down, so that's where I want it to be the biggest, and I'll put a little mark, and then I go up to my 14, and then I take, you know, my my dress curve or French curve, whichever, what you're using, and I grade a seam there. Yeah, and this is so or important. Or a cutting line. Yeah. This is so important because this sounds complicated, but if you have ever used a ruler, it's not. Okay, mm-hmm. make lots of marks on right. your body, and you're like, okay, well, right here, it's where right. these jeans are going to fit, and six, seven inches down, right. nine inches down is my widest part. Okay, that's where I've got to get out to that widest part with my tracing. And doing that work ahead of time, here's what it does for you. I didn't have to redraft a waistband. We used size right. 14's you waistband. Knew which size waistband. We used right. size 14's, actually, get this, you used size 14's back yokes, too. Right. You know, right. we used all the, yokes. Right. Yeah, so you, you do all this kind of, like, measurement thinking work. Right. Um, thinky time work. And you... Are, are actually making it easier right. on yourself. So just keep that in mind. Now, it is nice to have some kind of, you know, person, like, helping you along, of course. And there have been lots of sew-alongs for these ginger jeans. Right. Um, I'll, I'll link to a few. Lots of – there. Um, there's one girl – I can't remember her name right now, but she had a really extreme difference between waist and hips. And she talks about her process, and her jeans just look fabulous on her. And that's a big problem. Well, <laughs> it's common in the sewing community because that's why a lot of the people are sewing because right. they have a big difference between waist and hips, and so they can't find clothes to fit them. But doing these measurements can help you with uh, your pattern adjustments. Um, so that's kind of my big current relevant experience right. with pattern adjustment right now. But there are markings on patterns like length and shorten lines. Right, length and shorten lines. And we talked about in the that a lot of times refer, refers to the, you know, the petiteness. How short is your torso? Uh-huh. Um, and I will caution people when it comes to hymns on things. Yeah. Okay, they think they just have to cut the bottom off. And right. that's not always true. Yeah. Sometimes you will need to shorten that pattern somewhere in the midsection, whether it's the body of the skirt or the body of the pant or the body of, you know, the torso, if it's a shirt. or, And then ease those seams back together. Right. Because uh, a skirt flares. or do- Now, a lot of times on me... Sometimes I do want to cut the bottom of the skirt off because I don't want that big flare because I am so short. Sure. So it ju- it really, yeah. really depends. And you there, have to think about it. There might be two length and shorten lines 
on the same right. pattern Absolutely. Piece. Like one high in the torso, maybe one like in the hips, which one, is your crotch depth or yeah. something. And so right. you get the, like on, on the ginger jeans, mm-hmm. there's one like in the kind of uh, crotch area right. and there's one in the leg. And right. actually there's one lady, we did her measurements and stuff, and the high rise jeans were still going to be pretty low on her. Uh-huh. And so I was like, man, I haven't had to do this for anybody else. But make her some But we added an inch and mm-hmm. it's perfect. And I was like, Cool. Um, you know, right. <laughs> so I was a little, I was a little sort of like, okay, you know, this is no one else has needed this. I'd like, I've we've made jeans uh, for like thirteen people now, fourteen right. people, and and no one had needed this yet, but she did, you know, and so, right. and it wasn't hard. And there are instructions in there. You split the pattern. And I think the more you sew, are see, yeah. you're sewing for other people. If you're only sewing for yourself or a couple other people, you'll get used to someone's body yeah when you when you're doing that you had you know 11 or 12 people you were sewing for and you're like oh all of these went this way and now i've got somebody who's not like that Mm -hmm. and it's funny when that happens and you feel insecure about it yeah i was sort of like all right i haven't had to do this and i feel like i kind of have a long torso and i didn't have to do that for myself actually i think you have a sort of an average regular size torso and short legs really short legs yeah Okay. Which is Um, not too bad of a problem, really, (laughs) honestly. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Um, but if you do, yeah, those length and shorten lines are lines oh. on a pattern. But, Mom, do you have a personal story about a pattern adjustment? So, it's covered my personal story and some, you know, those lines that can be on the pattern. Do, now, would you like to share something, that, or you just draft all your own? <laughs> well, drafting is the most fabulous thing you can do if you want something. I guess, I guess the, um, you know... I have stories because I've sewn for other people. And I think my stories are more about diplomacy than pattern fitting sometimes. You know, I had a lady one time who kept saying tighter, tighter, tighter. And this was a, you know, dupioni silk, you know, uh, tunic and a pair of pants that were supposed to be semi-flowy that she was wearing on her, her uh, son's beach wedding. And I kept saying... I don't, you know, you want to be able to move. You want to be comfortable. And I just didn't want to say to her, it's not going to make you look better. Right. I mean, I, I tried I tried all my diplomacy. And I've heard you use diplomacy with people when sometimes they don't know their body. Mm-hmm. You think they do. And, you know, they're or they've already got in mind what their body is and it's not. Um, and, you know, she was leaving on a cruise. And all I could think of is all the food that was on these cruises. Right. <laughs> You know, and I, w- and I was, 
she kept saying, no, I want it tighter. I want the tunic tighter. And I know what she wanted. She wanted a slim, long look. She wanted yeah. a shape, yeah. Right, right. And she's funny because the woman had a very nice shape. Sure. Well, I sewed it together just like she wanted. She came back from the cruise, and we couldn't get the tunic on her. Yeah. You know, she was like... And the pants were like sausage casings. I mean, she, I don't, she could have been bloated to whatever. You know, I left huge seam allowances. I have to, I, which I have never done before. Sure. Okay. Like but big, I, big seam allowances. I just felt knew. like yeah. it was too tight already. I mean, mm-hmm. that she was going to want, like, th- there was no ease. I mean, it was like negative ease, like you said. And, um, oh no, I had to remake the entire thing. I had to basically take it apart and recut it. And, but, so I made that woman's garment twice. Yeah, I, I, because, and and part basically because she wouldn't listen to me. Right. And I kind of knew, you know, I I would have much rather made it bigger and taken it down for uh-huh. her. Well, and you know, being diplomatic, it's kind of funny because occasionally I'll like be real diplomatic, and then I, it's like not coming across the person or the right. person's asking questions, and I'm like, you know, it. I'll just say, I'll be like, well, you've got really big hips for your size. And they're like, I know. Well, or sometimes I'll just look at somebody, especially with the bra thing, Uh and I'll say, so how frank would you allow me to be here? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll go, oh, no, tell me, tell me. And a lot of times what I'll get is, because I'm busty and people realize I'm small and I'm busty and my boobs look pretty good, right? Right. Even though I'm an old woman. Now, they don't look good without the bra, but I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I do look pretty good in my clothes. And they'll look at me and they'll go, oh, no, I trust you because I see how you look, which which is a positive for me because yeah. they trust I'm an example. Yeah, I think it. I think sometimes when I fit people and if I touch myself, like my body, I right. that sounds kind of dirty. I'm not like, you know, anyway. No, it doesn't. Um, but, That's you know, fine, if, yeah. I, if I put my hands at my underbust right. and I say something like this right here or I, right. you know, I've like pulled up my, well, you you show off your bra in class all the time. Um, I do. I take. I. I. I kind of flash a I've lot pulled, in class. I yeah. pulled up my my shirt before and like shown the high rise jeans on right. my you know belly or something right. like that, and that seems to make people more comfortable. But you know, I am in this situation. I'm teaching people to sew for themselves, and you were trying to. You were like right. sewing a thing for a person, which is a, right. a different story. It is. It is a different story. But um, I'm trying to think it. Well, what do you do for your full bust? Well, first of all, I do draft my own patterns. Because We're get so many comments that are I like, know about Zini, drafting. Shut up already and it. make I some damn it. videos. I, I'm know? so sorry, everybody. <laughs> the what? I, okay. So say when I was trying to teach myself to sew when I was 13 or 14 years old, and the instructions were buy the pattern for your bust. Right. Uh huh. It was telling me I wore like a 16. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. I was this little bitty five foot, 106 pound girl. And they were telling me I was in a 16, which also made the hips like, you know, my hips were like 34. And the sure. hips on this pattern were like 46 or something. Which is just not well, right. It's yeah. Not your you hip know, I, had, I had this big, huge thing that the only thing that fit in it were my boobs. Right. The armholes were huge, you know, and also it was too long in the armholes. You know, right. this didn't fit. So that was sort of where I realized I was going to have to start buying a pattern that basically fit my back and my underbust mm-hmm. measurement. 
Okay. And then add right. Your bust. And so what you what you should know is most patterns, commercial patterns, are drafted for a size B cup, and that hasn't changed. And a B cup means your undercut measurement. Well, let's under say bust this, measurement. your under yeah. bust measurement is two inches less than your bust measurement. So you'd be like, if I had a B size cup, I would be thirty inches in my under bust, and I would be thirty two inches. Okay, in my bust. Well, um, I'm so far from that. Right. It's ridiculous. But I, I learned how to put a big, huge dart, and I just think I had woven fabrics. I didn't even really have knit fabrics to right. work and with. Right, and this has a hashtag and, like, right. a, a new new uh, new face to it. It's called a full bust adjustment, and you'll see it, like, hashtag FBA. Right, right. And <laughs> then I didn't have to and, – and, you know, the other thing I learned was measuring – how wide, how far apart those shoulder seams were. Uh-huh. Because I actually have big shoulder or broad shoulders, nice square broad shoulders, right. which is nice, but they don't fit in that pattern. You uh-huh. know, they don't they don't fit with the larger pattern, they're not big enough, and with the smaller pattern, you know, the pattern's not big. So I've I've always been and I you know, it's been so long since I've used that since I've used a commercial pattern, I just don't know anymore. I'm just gonna lock ZD in a room with a camera. And yeah, make her sorry film guys. All this stuff. No, you well, might not have to say and sorry. here's the, well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, though. And this goes. This goes. No matter whose pattern you're using, whether it's your own draft or whatever, you've got that pattern. You cut it out, and you need to make a muslin. Mm-hmm. Okay, which it doesn't have to be out of muslin. It probably should sort of be some sort of muslin or lightweight uh, cotton type fabric. Not too lightweight, but say quilting weight would be good. You really need now what you did. What you did with the ginger jeans is you used that fabric as your muslin. You basted everything. Yeah, and that's kind of a, right. a different story. But but yeah. but the ideal thing is you will make that that pattern out of out of fabric, sew it together, put it on, and you will figure out what adjustments you need to make, and then you will transfer them to your pattern. Now, you only have to do this once. Right. Because you just need that basic shape, and then that basic shape can be transferred to well, anything, anytime. And if you have those pattern blocks, too, and so let's say you, you've you drafted your shirt pattern, right. okay? And then you're like, oh, no, but I love this pattern designer's right. shirt right. that they did. Buy that pattern, and then you can right. ho- kind of hold up your pattern to it and you can get or that. you can take their pattern pieces and adjust them yeah, to fit your pattern that's what i mean right. like you can mm-hmm. you have that flat reference now that right the, the great uh challenge of garment sewing is taking flat things and making them three-dimensional Go on round bumpy bodies yes. right uh, so if you've got your flat patterns and you're like oh well i have my shirt front or my skirt right. back or whatever and you you know you line it up there you're like oh sure i'll just add an inch or take away a little bit that's and, right oh i want to pleat here i want to flounce but here whatever i still got her you know, uh, you know, whatever the collar that this person designed right. that I just love so much. You and know? honestly, any patterns that I've bought probably in the last twenty years, I bought for the pictures. Yes. Or for that Design pattern piece. I said, "Ooh, that pattern piece." Okay, let me see. Maybe I like the way they've drafted it, and I don't have to draft my own, and I can just adjust. Uh-huh. So I've done that. Bought things that had a certain kind of collar on a blouse or something like right. that. 
just so I didn't ha- I mean, especially when they were on sale for maybe 99 cents or well, something. Well, and especially like a pattern that has some like really cool design detail. There's this right. pattern company, and I want to carry their patterns, and we don't yet. It's called Decades of Style, uh-huh. and they make all these vintage-inspired right. or like vintage patterns that have these really cool design mm-hmm. details. And I think, oh, yeah, like I would, I would right. buy that pattern. You know, right. I don't like to buy just any pattern, you know, right. and I would buy that pattern because that collar on there, that three-layered collar right. is just right. so cool and right. it's worth my time not to draft that you know myself right I mean you what you're what you're paying for is the drafting yeah so yeah. I, I think maybe we can wrap up this episode mm-hmm. and the next and final episode in this series is going to be about fabric types and fabric selection uh-huh. for your patterns with a little bit of talk about how fabrics fit in with things like ease and stuff like that and I've got a really good story actually for that well yeah. so do I <laughs> I think mine's better <laughs> I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. (laughs) Thanks for listening. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.